0: what's up guys we're here for the seventh episode of the another airsoft see, wow i cannot talk i've already been drinking too much all right another serious airsoft podcast with my friends uh we're gonna start off with mr cole hello how do the airsoft Eric. banged it
1: hey what's banged up? it <laughs> the banged it <laughs> the banged it supreme mr
0: big and sexy cory what up and money bags, Derek Campbell. Hello, hey you. Who still can't Hello. buy a forty
2: dollars camera? Can't.
0: It, yeah. It's not the can't afford a
3: camera. It's because you really just don't want to see the how the what conditions I live in. <laughs> <laughs> in order to <laughs>
2: well, like his scar, his P P W, his nods, and he's just in a shack in Colorado, like he Yeah, <laughs> he lives in a hobo camp behind the Home Depot with all his guns. Yeah, but I'm able to defend my hobo <laughs> oh, yeah. camp
3: better than anyone
0: else. <laughs> Oh, God. And so just so you guys get an idea of what we're talking about tonight, uh, we got a couple of different interesting topics that we're going to talk about from previous games that some of us have gone to lately. But, um, yeah, where, where do you guys want to start off? Do you guys want to talk about um, – I, I say let's start talk about the smaller game out of the the ones that we've gone to, and that would be for me and Derek. We did uh, leadership for Jack Milsom's Jackal 4. Jackal four. first time you I may, was any kind of leader. Carl, role. you may
2: want to adjust the uh follow camera because it's just picking me up right now. Normally, it's oh. switching to people talk. I don't I'm know
3: why. Uh, no, it's switching to other people. Yeah, talking. it's switching. Oh, it's just not- I don't know why. For wait, way to derail the whole conversation for nothing. <laughs> sorry,
1: sorry. Hi, uh, I'm cool, and the camera's not on me. No, I don't know why. You no, know, it
2: is. It's only on me on my on when I'm watching the Facebook Live thing. I'll, I'll manually switch
0: it over. I don't know why. No, not. Not, you're, you're just good. If you click it over. on your
3: own picture, it'll only show you on Google Hangouts. Or if you click on anyone else's profile picture, it'll only show them. No, this is
2: – I know, but I'm on the – I'm look watching on the Facebook thing. There it goes. So, oh, it's
0: working. Right. right. So
2: well, how do I get it to normally
0: jump back and forth? I guess I, no, I, I can just click on the person. That's, it's working. Yeah, yeah. It's working. No. You're good. So anyway. that's just, it's just incompetent. So anyway. Yeah. Hey, anyway. Operation Jackal 4.
3: It was the first time I was anything more than a squad leader. And the thing is it was the first time Carl was a CEO. Yeah.
0: It was I'm it was an legit. interesting
2: experience. Oh, that let you all in the big house? That's upsetting.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why somebody decided to put me in charge. That was that was an interesting idea. But um no i don't know it was great like uh, i worked out really well yeah we me and derek i feel like personally i had a great time about i don't know if you Mm -hmm. did but it was it was definitely fun like you brought out your uh your arctic cat which made it definitely way more cool
3: so we were were the pussy wagon just driving around the field command
0: controlling (laughs) yeah so no i definitely enjoyed it and um yeah, I mean, honestly, it's as like a you know most leadership is, especially when you're at CO and XO over an airsoft game like that. It's it's definitely all you know. You're staying at the FOB. You're making sure everybody's good, making sure everybody's hydrated, making sure everybody has something to do because you don't want your team to be static and you don't want your people to be bored. But you know, anybody listening that was on Tan on Tan team. For that game, like, fuck you. not we gonna lie, you. We, we pushed in your shit. Like, you might have won point wise, <laughs> but everybody fucking knows that we smoked you on the battlefield. The uh, so admin like, had to tell us to back out of their fob
3: several times. Like, hey, could you could you give them some space? They just, so, just have them in yeah, their fob and they can't. We, go we
2: have a uh, we have a two finger rectal maximum here. You guys need to calm the fuck down. So. I was
0: I was a little sad that we lost points wise, but you know what? I, on yep, the battlefield, that's where it matters.
3: Explain, so. explain that whole situation. Yeah, so, I think, Nelson is very points and objective based, and we actually stayed really busy with the missions through all of it because we were uh, there was a new mission to hand out to a squad every fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. It was about every, like, yeah, 15 minutes to half hour or so. So we're constantly dishing out uh, missions, keeping track of which ones are being complete, who has them and where they're going and all that stuff. And then each one is worth a point value. And so we thought that owning objectives on the field and completing missions would get us the most points. I mean, that makes sense, right? You would assume. Uh, Yeah. You, you, You would assume. Um, there's also some role players out there, and we were told that they could also give you some points. So like, okay, so we did a couple missions with the role players, but they weren't our focus. Owning the field and completing the missions were, because that's, that's, that's what I thought we were there to do. Um, and then we found out that, no, the role players have a shit ton of points they can give you, uh, like a shit ton. So like the same <laughs> amount, you could get equal number of points by just being nice to the role players as you could completing all your missions, which is kind
0: of be, I mean, like, I, I think which it was, is bullshit. it's kind of which bullshit. Is bullshit. I mean, I, I think it was an overthought or they, they shouldn't be that much, especially when some of the role players
3: uh, pick one team's fob to hang out in all day. Yeah, uh, and yeah, our that's
2: a little fucky.
0: Well, I just, I just don't think like I also kind of blame myself and a little bit of Derek is like during the briefing we were handing out like like our in-game currency to our like squad leaders and yep. stuff like that. We weren't, we, we weren't fucking briefing. paying attention, and you know Ross was probably. So it's y'all's this thing. fault, exactly. That's i I'm, well, I'm gonna oh, take yeah. partial blame. So
2: partial blame.
3: Okay. okay. No, but 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 we were never told that. Hey, being nice to the role players is the exact same amount of points as completing a mission. Exactly. That's the part that I definitely yeah, like i, I have agree. no problem with them being points but being nice to them and giving them a granola bar shouldn't give you the same amount of points as like sending a whole squad to haul a nuke across the way we're talking about yes, one with chocolate chips in it <laughs> <Maybe>. yes <laughs> that changes everything
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so i mean anyway we did, in terms of missions we did very well we owned the field all weekend we did we had a chapter of the rushing Russians who were dressed up as Taliban. They were my uh, they, were, they were excellent. Shout out. They were excellent at pointing them in a direction and telling
0: them make lots of noise. And oh, yeah. That. And, and like the good thing that with make them is like, black. you just, there's a 40 or 50 of them. So you just like point them in a direction and be like, go that and way. And a whole lot of blanks. Yeah. It's, we it's heard great. that the Tan team, they were the only group on the whole event with blanks
3: outside of like okay. one person on Tan. So the tan team learned to just run away when they heard like Durka Durka and AK fire (laughs) over the hillside.
0: I mean, like some people were dressing in like full man dresses and like, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Fake beards. Fake beards. Yeah. Uh, Durka Durka Durka, Muhammad
1: Jihad Jihad direction is like Starcraft. When you all these Zerk just go and just like demolish. Like all I see is like this over tabletop view of just this 50 group of Taliban Russian, Russians just, like, <laughs> <stayed> <laughs> like <laughs> looking like little 40K figurines. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess
0: for an overall, like, for the – I give it, like, for the overall game and actual, like, the hangs. Of like, I mean, I appreciated it almost the, the hangs out of, like, with, like, Derek and a couple other people that we hung out with and, like, a lot of the Russian dudes and – yeah, just I appreciated the hangs more, Hang almost way. in the, the game because well, we there, were standing in the spot a lot game. of the time. So yeah. like, yeah, we didn't get to see a ton of the action. I mean, out of the the two days, maybe and Derek maybe went out into the field for like we two and, and a half hours. Out twice so on Saturday yeah. and for the final battle on Sunday, yeah, which we so.
3: also completed our primary objective, which was commit the ultimate jihad and light
0: off a nuke. And it was sick. Out. So yeah, technically, <laughs> in, like modern the warfare games,
2: two shit tactical exactly. incoming. Everybody dead.
0: Yeah, that's what it literally was. Like for the game story,
3: like Uh, final mission, we completed genocide. So we uh set up a nuke at the bottom of this valley, and we were set up on one side. Tantium was on the other. They had to defuse it. We had to defend it, and we successfully. (laughs) You just blew it the fuck up. Yep, (laughs) we we just turned the whole state into a glowing parking lot.
2: Well done. Did you guys? So did you guys run into any unforeseen like hiccups being in command? Or having to wrangle
3: no, that when you No, and that's actually, Other thing I was like
0: surprisingly amazed with is like, were worked
3: great. You all fucking liars. No, I had two no, seriously had two big old antennas, one with admin and one with the platoon net. Yeah, and I was Ooh. talking to people and things were going. The biggest problem we had, which is pretty common uh, in airsoft, is that you give your squad leaders the plato- and the platoon leaders the platoon net, and then somehow an hour into it, everyone has that channel and everyone's using it. So you hear stuff like.
2: He's over by the tree. <laughs> like,
0: <wrong. laughs> that's my mom's my favorite
2: comms call. Out.
0: But we didn't have like a ton of that either. And like, you helped oh, me out a ton time because time. we were jumping in between like three different channels, I think. And like, yeah, you having the dual com like setup was perfect because there was moments where like somebody's trying to talk to me on the radio, then somebody's trying to talk to me in person, and then yes. Ross is like, you know, on the admin channel, like saying like, Carl, Derek, what are you guys doing, like. Yeah, it was it was definitely a little chaotic at some moments, but it was really good to a have a second person there and b with dual comms. It was it was there was very a moment of, the,
3: of, of overload on Saturday where we're standing at this table with the big map at our fob, and I have uh, there's three squads there each asking for a mission and turning in a mission, um, and then the platoon nets going off and then admins going off. and I'm like I can't
0: I can't hear shit. I have eight different voices talking at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, like overall, like I said, the game is great. So, and like, this
2: was Titan Milsum, you said?
0: Yeah. Jackal. Albert, two. Colorado. It's uh, Jackal 4. It's like their, it's their, I would it's, say Titan's like flagship it's their game. It's their, game. It's their biggest game. Yeah. Okay. So,
3: if you enjoy uh, the mountains and uh, sucking oxygen at 7,000 feet, <laughs> it's a good game.
2: Hypoxic, hypoxic. A lot I'm of down. people do.
3: Especially what's funny is people come from out of town and the camp is at 7,000 feet. Uh-huh. So people will show up and then just rage Saturday. And if you live at zero altitude and you're coming to 7,000 feet, a couple of beers is going to take you a lot farther than normal. Yeah. To live there.
0: So.
2: Was, uh, I'm trying to – I had a very specific question about Titan Mill Sim. Uh, yeah, what what makes them different? Like was there anything specifically they were doing that was – you liked or didn't like?
3: Uh, I like how objective-based they are. I mean Yeah. That's Everyone awesome. and uh, we were told to keep track of which squads had been given missions. Every squad got at least one mission. Okay. A lot of guys, yeah. if you were if you were motivated and if you got stuff done quickly, you'd probably get two or three missions. And it was stuff like find a SAM site, find a down drone, hold an area, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I
0: and guess like- I just wanted to ask you personally, Derek, really mm-hmm. quick, what was your favorite part of the whole weekend? Because I have I have a good story. I think from that you'll obviously cause you were there with um, with me the, in this situation, but the final battle was pretty cool. How
3: yeah. it was set up with this nuke in the bottom of this deep ravine, and we were set up on one side and the tan was set up on the other. And we were told to try and negotiate at first. And then after a short negotiation, Carl was just gonna commit the jihad and start the timer and run off. <laughs> I was just T posing, <laughs> like
0: after the bomb went off, and I was just like, Jesus, take the wheel T pose that's great uh, uh, but did it freeze hello oh anyway that was weird um for uh it froze on my end for a second but uh i think my favorite part was you know i've never had a successful moment when you actually radio into somebody like one of your squads and you're like yo we're pinned down i need your help can you guys be here in the, like the next two minutes and like sure enough i radio to uh my Iron Force, Matt and Mike, Iron Force guys out of California, they're awesome dudes. And one of my best friends who's never played in a Milsom event before, but he's he's had years of airsoft experience, but he's always just played at, like, local games.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, you know, I radioed to those guys, and I was like, yo, me and Derek are pinned down by, like, a squad of five. Uh, this is, like, one of our two times that we went out by ourselves. And I was like, we need help, because the game's about to end uh, for, well, I think it was the it was Saturday, Saturday. It was a Saturday. Yeah. It was the first day. And, um, yeah. And I radio into them and I was like, yo, I need help. Like we're, we're pinned down. You guys just need to turn around, walk Southeast and you're going to run straight at them. They're like 300 yards behind you. So like, sure enough, they turn around two minutes later. I just hear a whole bunch of fire. And like, I look over to Derek and I was like, if this is the time we're going to fucking do something now is the time. And like, I swore there's one larger dude. Um, Turn your shit off, Carl. Sorry. <laughs> this larger dude probably got lit up by like four or five of us all at the same time because I know I shot him. I know Derek. I saw Derek shoot him. And then there was like uh, my uh, Matt and my buddy Ryan all coming from the other direction shooting him. And I didn't realize who it was at the time. And then so like after we're done wiping these dudes in like 30 seconds, um, I, I like waved to the, our other green team. And like, sure enough, I realized I was like, holy shit, that like, that's Matt and Ryan. And like, I can run up to him, like, give him a huge hug. Like, that was fucking sick. Like, I've never had somebody respond on radio like that at Nairsoft game ever, because it literally never fucking happened. So, <laughs> they never yeah. fucking work. Yeah. So I was, it I was, was super was stoked beautiful. on that. Yeah. Oh. It was like textbook. So
3: that yeah. when you call for help and you actually get it in time. In an uh, game, like <laughs> Crazy. It's such a big AO. It's just it's what well, like 500 acres in the woods. Okay.
1: So
3: it's big, so it is a crash course in land nav for a lot of people. You need a map and you need a compass.
0: Oh yeah, and you map you map will get lost it. very quickly out there. So, um,
3: but yeah, I I really like it. It's a good game if you can ever come out to it. The weather is usually pretty dodgy. <laughs> Usually, because, like That's, last year, we had hail and snow. The year before that,
2: all of airsoft. But normally, it's less like dodgy with cold weather and dodgy with holy shit! It's a goddamn torrential downpour or heat. Cassie, 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 Cassie. Oh yes, lotsy. The first year, Jackal one was really hot, and the fob
3: from the parking lot. One of the fobs is about a mile hike through the woods, uphill mostly. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a workout. And oh, you know, airsofters, being airsofters, wear all the gear they can. <laughs> yeah and so the first year there was a number of heat cats before even getting to the fob before the game started
0: helicopter evacuated evac out yeah that was interesting so i remember
3: one guy like the game just started jackal one game on we were running for this objective and we see this dude just lying down in the field bigger guy walking around, like dude you okay he's like no man i'm dizzy i don't feel good like okay just sit there and drink some water i was like i didn't drink any water i thought they'd have some at the fob what the hell? What? So we're a mile into the woods. The game just started and he's about to pass out and he has no water. Like, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> so our objective went from playing the game to let's not have this dude die in the woods.
0: Jesus. So yeah, that was our weekend. How about yes. your guys's? That's what yes. I want to know. Tell like us. Cole, Corey, Eric, uh, if you're so li- oh, it's a loaded question. Eric was in and out. Okay. Eric, you back in here? Yeah okay yep. um yeah i just wanted to ask you guys like how was broken home like what tell me what side you guys played on like how'd it go what was your guys' funnest parts just yeah take it away
2: you want to start cole uh yeah yeah I'll okay it off. so this was american mill sims broken home eight uh this is the f- god this was the fifth or sixth one i've been to yeah, uh, I think it was um, my fourth. Yeah. I've been coming to him since like broken home I three or four
1: Try to get it right.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, so pretty normal for broken home. You know, there's, there's some, a uh, lot of heat, a lot of bullshit. Uh, yeah. I still had a lot of fun. We decided to be bushy boys and we made some pretty baller ghillie suits that worked out really well. I think Corey got stepped on at one point. Um, yeah, I got walked it, right it, up on. Yeah. It, he'll, he'll, yeah. He'll have to tell the story. It's pretty awesome. But we, uh, uh, we were Guardians, which is this little two man team that John McCaleb kind of came up with. And we really like it because we're not kind of stuck with one squad or one platoon We can kind of bounce around. Uh, we ended up playing almost the entire event with Nemesis Milsim because um, we got pre deployed with them to Pegasus Bridge. And that was the kind of the highest traffic point of the map. So that was kind of fun. There's a lot less people at this one. Like I remember broken home four was like 750 people. There was maybe 120 dudes at this one. Like they, the, they'll say the numbers for sales are one thing, but man, I was just not seeing bodies out there at all.
1: The yeah, whole event. it
2: just seems that people seem super scarce. Well, and the, uh, yeah with that the ao was extremely hard to get to for some people this year yeah, uh, there was a lot, lot of flooding way. in northern oklahoma
0: <laughs> yes i was gonna say i i've i mean everybody knows how extreme yeah the weather has been out there between because tornadoes flooding
2: yeah it took so us an that. hour and a half to get to our hotel which should have been 15 minutes away yeah that Saturday clock. night yeah like you we're, were pulling down through neighborhoods where you're all you can see is rooftops pretty much yeah Damn. yeah, it, yeah was, it, was, it was it was gnarly oklahoma's the everglades right now it's kind of nuts yeah it sucks Oklahoma always sucks. Yeah, but numbers (laughs) the numbers were definitely down in that AO. It's very apparent when the numbers are down because it's just massive.
0: Yeah. Do you guys think that was a huge factor, obviously, with the numbers being down? I think it's a massive factor for that AO,
2: especially the way that they had it laid out because they had it laid out um, like they normally would, if they had with 700 people, that AO works whenever you use the entire AO, like it really Which is helps. crazy because that's massive, it's like, huge, huge it's, for an airsoft game, it's insane. But when you have that many people, like that's how they're able to, yeah. Broken count. Home 4 was pushing 800 people, yeah, and that was incredible. That's yeah. probably one of the best ones I've ever been to. Um, but I, I will say, I definitely loved sniping, um, for a large wooded AO like that, aside from the 18 ticks that I pulled off my legs, yeah. I, I counted. Yeah. He, he said st- legs. The original story was balls. Calves. Calves. No, some <laughs> random admin was coming by and I was like, hey, Corey, I pulled a, I pulled like eight ticks off my nut sack. And this guy was like <laughs> dropping him off it was like, clearly you'd never met me. It was like, uh, thanks for sharing. I was like, eh, fuck you too. It's <laughs> just <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I through my shit. They just, they just got me. It's just my calves, though. But, um... <laughs> Which I don't have anyway, so it wasn't like they were taking anything off. Uh, but I, I really did enjoy sniping. I got that, you know, VSR ten action army build bolt action, and that thing with Fort with those high-powered airsoft four or fives was just Riff. Oh yeah. my God. There was so very early on in the game, we uh we got dropped on the pre-play and me and him kind of went bush. We went did a little bit of recon up, and we ended up going off to the right into this wooded area near the road, and they start coming hard like this is the most cost i saw the entire event like easily f- probably 30 40 dudes are coming through the woods and like trying to get it through the tree line and i got shot pretty early and Corey had to come medic me and then right after that i fell back a little bit and got into this clearing where i could see a straight line into the trees across into like this opening and i pop one dude pop another dude and i start getting on a roll and it's like one two three and this dude screams there's a sniper and I shoot his ass right in the face <laughs> four five like they're just in this fucking clear and they can't because I'm shooting from at least 300 feet back like I'm I'm, I'm arcing these pretty good
3: they can't see shit
2: this 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 gun I mean I'm easily lasering it like 320 350 feet like it's gross and I'm just being in these kids and then a gun truck comes down the road and I jackrabbit like a little bitch <laughs>
0: ah ee! yeah I I, uh, I I ran away real quick but you didn't use your ghillie suit and just deny all the hits and just like cover up and be like nope don't know what i'm talking it, it, about
2: i had i had heard it is a magical shield but no no i did not do that i uh, am i chose
1: i chose the coward's way out and i mm. <laughs> took off running i have like one ghillie suit story and it's pretty funny but i don't want to distract from the from the, the the story of Broken Game, American Mills story.
2: <laughs> well, and then we didn't uh so that was you know, that was the first big engagement of Saturday. And then from then on, it was just kind of like bushwhacking across the ravine from Pegasus into the uh CDF camp because they threw CDF in as a third faction. And they were basically on UFS's side, given that we were so outnumbered. Uh-huh. Um, but they were non-combative and less engaged, so like it was yeah. it being a main thoroughfare. <laughs> they they were essentially like, role players for probably yeah. the first three-fourths of the day. Yeah. To the point where like people that had signed up to be CDF were kind of, I think, getting perturbed with it.
0: <laughs> well like annoyed. This is yeah. this is yeah. the
2: problem with giving making role players a pay for tickets or not picking people who you know aren't gonna just start shooting off and be like, Well, this is boring. I, wanna, I came to fucking play. Yeah, and then they start shooting at shit because that's definitely was a bit of a downfall with it. Uh, they had Kaiju from Falcon was leading the Larper contingent, and to his credit, he he really busted his balls trying to make that as like yeah, I uh, am oriented know, as possible at uh, Denver ComCon this
3: weekend, and he said oh, pretty right. much all of the. Larping materials that CDF had, he brought himself. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he made yeah, a bunch yeah. of props,
2: brought them. He really, he really, he put a lot of effort in trying to make the third option or the third faction is the less as little shitty as possible, and trying to just really put all the effort he could into making it work. You know what? And- I gotta,
1: I gotta say though, for as much as as like people will associate me with shit talking, Falcon, both Josh and Kaiju. Like for the last uh, event, what was it with the um, the division game where like Josh had made all the little beacon, like he had three D printed all these props for the game, and like Kaiju mixes like those guys actually like put in a lot of effort into stuff, and I really appreciate they're they're good dudes. No, they they, like. I've that's why, I've, why like, I like I've always taken away from my experience with Valken was you know like my respect for both Josh and Kaiju. Like, yeah, guys, the the like, company,
2: there's no arguing they're scummy as shit, but they, I, yeah, those two guys are they, they really do put a lot to the community and try their best but, like, as as like
1: people, as like genuine dudes, like I solid, solid people, man. Yeah, like I got 100%. nothing but good things to say about them.
2: Yeah. So with they like I said they they had him trying to run that, um I'd say about four hours two three hours into the game, maybe four hours in the game, it just fell to shit, and it just turned into CDF and UFS uh, beating on cost because that bridge from Colville is the only way, or that bridge from Pegasus is really the only good way to get to Colville without bushwhacking your ass, through ravines and up like heavy shit, which most kids aren't going to do, and so they just they they couldn't get across the bridge. We between we had me. Corey salt from nemesis and Dilly from nemesis all using heavily upgraded VSR rifles, just basically acting like a fucking pirate ship, just broadside cannons. And we turn and all three of us would just like start shooting. And it was just volleys <laughs> fucking four or fives going at people. Oh, and they yeah. just, they couldn't get down that road. Like at one point they set up a, they had us go down and set up an L ambush a little bit down the road. Cause CDF was going to let, one of the cost technicals through, and we were going to just get in an L-shaped ambush. The, me and Corey and Dilly were going to draw their fire as snipers and bring them down the road, and then Corey and a bunch of them were going to flank from the side and take them out. <laughs> well, they made it about halfway down the road before Woodcock and the guys just butt-fucked them, just completely
1: tore their shit apart. How did he butt-fuck them? Was it, to, they go into yeah, the butt-fucking. No,
2: yeah, they just literally came from behind him in the wood line and just tore apart. Yeah, essentially we had two <laughs> separate ambushes set up, and the first one... Suddenly, you have the Yeah, Eric's the first attention. one was supposed to weaken him, but it just uh, it weakened him all the well, way to being dead. As soon as we heard the the shock's going to soften him up, we were like, yeah, with a fucking sledgehammer. Okay. Yeah, they never made it to us. No. I actually fell asleep on the ground waiting for him. <laughs> I, went I went over there to fucking check on Corey, and he like <laughs> rolled over like, w- like wide sleepy. I'd like, huh, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I uh, definitely I, fell asleep there for me. I was becoming one with my environment yeah he was, uh, <laughs> with your ghillie suit yeah exactly yeah. yeah the dude they worked man i was yeah. i was really surprised but yeah. then that... there was there was one point where uh i think it was dilly and i had pushed across the road uh they mm-hmm. were almost right at the beginning and uh it was three uh cost guys had come down the ravine and they were coming back up <clears throat> dilly got shot if i remember right and uh I can't remember if he just bled out and left or what it was, but I was just sitting behind a tree, like not even laying down on the ground and three dudes just walk right past me. And one of them's a sniper. So obviously he can't turn and shoot me because of engagement rules. So I just took my pistol out and smoked all three of them. Hell yeah, I, they had no clue i was there and i was not well hidden like i don't think the ghillie suit had so much to do with it it's it was just a, it was more their well, that's that's the thing is that that's the reason that ghillie suit and airsoft work so well is kids just don't know to look for them or they don't understand how to look for them yeah or they just don't know what's going on because i i anytime i was sniping like i was not hiding super hard i was just like just enough to keep like my lower body covered and let the like the upper body ghillie kind of take over kids just weren't seeing me like they were having no luck within like 100 200 feet like yeah not even that was pretty much i mean that pretty much sums up the first half of the day uh just fighting Mm -hmm. over the ravine at pegasus Mm -hmm. back and forth but it wasn't heavy fighting at all to me costing like they were non-existent and the cdf players really didn't get to be involved so i kind of sucked um and then the they tried to make this uh to, to game controls credit they really did try to Scrounged together this like last ditch fight for colville near the end of the day which they ended the game super early it ended at like four or five because they at, at five because they were playing five, five, night the, game. yeah because the ugh, fucking night games but um <laughs> we'll get into that later Easy, derek might hear you are <laughs> <laughs> your nod night shaking game, anger. Paid yeah fuck you rich boy anyways um <laughs> fucking so they they to their credit they did they did this really cool thing with like frosty and his nephew and uh another younger kid they like made them prisoners of war that cost was gonna have to like breach into colville and take out and they were coordinating this big assault and we're there for like 20 minutes 30 minutes 45 minutes the assault got assaulted yeah it turned out the assault once again woodcock decided to (laughs) soften them up by just sticking a fist up their butt Uh, he flanked them and killed everybody yeah they flanked them so hard and apparently woodcock like took over one of their technicals and let somebody get on the gun and just wiped everyone out. that's awesome (laughs) because they just left a technical sitting there running with the keys in it. And he was like, okay, I guess we can use yeah. this. But It sucks for them because the mission was pretty cool. Like they were supposed to come up and medic four guys and then evac all four of them onto the helicopter. To a helicopter. Yeah. And that turned into us dragging the two big guys and Corey. Yeah. Misguidedly picking up a 90 pound kid and being like, All oh, right, I just got a Dude, light. That dude with that <laughs> kid was <laughs> not 90 feet. pounds. Look at that. Look at that kid. The, the yeah, Instagram, Instagram photo 100, definitely 100 looked like he was like 100 pounds soaking wet that, that, that kid's the size of your thigh, Corey. Be quiet. <laughs> Get <laughs> out of here. Look at him compared <laughs> to the other kid. Uh huh. <laughs> the other kid was baby carried. That's how, he's like, he's like,
1: Oh man, it's like, it's like, it's not 100 pounds. It's like 130 pounds. What so, no. but
2: Corey, Corey runs around the corner, not reasoning really he has to take him all the way down to the other end of the airfield. And apparently, he just around the corner was like fuck <laughs> just i still wish once you got to the helicopter you just tossed the kid off your shoulder shot him with your glock and got into the helo <laughs> and be like let's fuck go no it was definitely uh dude uh, it, it hurt that hurt bad uh, my legs were on fire because the little kid so there was a little kid that probably weighed 50 pounds my mm-hmm. kid weighed I'll, I'll give you 100 pounds probably closer to 115 120 what a- but Drag Frosty. I the I guy I carried. Skid. I fireman carried my kid all the way there by by himself by, by myself, and the little kid was passed off like fifteen times. Yeah, yeah. It's all on video too. I came around the corner. <laughs> and some dudes were like, two guys were like really struggling to pull this one guy on the skid, and I grabbed it and I just started taking off. And they're like, "Well, somebody help him." I was like, "Man, fuck y'all, I'm fine." And then fat kid like sprinted up to me and grabbed the other side, and we just. Scooted this dude the whole way down like it was nothing. Yeah, I those kids make it really easy to carry. I tossed to that kid in the helicopter and made sure I looked cool until I got out of frame, and then I just collapsed on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm done. Just dry I'm heaving. Done. <laughs> yeah, to the point where I did, I never walked again. I uh, I waited for the the medic <laughs> guy to come around in his He's uh, still in a wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually he hasn't left the chair that he's in. Right. Yeah, now. I've been making my wife push me around the house. <laughs> No, it was, it was bad, but here's the saddest part of the day is like, so costs like disappeared. They just kept getting just wiped by Woody and his guys. So everybody's packed up and left and they really haven't called index, but everybody was like, okay, nobody's out here. We're done. So they start walking back towards, uh, the campsite. Well, I'm helping the, uh, the medic guy, uh, pack up his, his skeds and everything, his sked and as we're packing them up, here comes this huge like <laughs> cost push, and there's nobody there. It's just them, just running across Colville by themselves. Like there's not a single person out there for them to shoot at. And to, to hear, of course, yeah, to I was hear just lost. I was it, like, oh. just, like, dick kicking the entire day, and it's like, man, I didn't. The only time I saw you guys, I shot like four of y'all, yeah. five of y'all, without you know I mean? getting shot back at. And, and, then, and possibly woo! it did happen, but if it did, it, we sure as heck didn't see it, Wouldn't hear it, be, it, it, it was. Yeah. smell it. Like get anywhere near it. No. Yeah. And know. then uh that's all we did was day one because day two, this massive thunderstorm rolled in. Woodcock, Corey, <laughs> Soto, and like four or five of us like looked to the sky, we like Soto, you got beer in your trailer? (laughs) That was a photo. Yeah. I saw the photo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, Rob, you know, Rob had to pack up all his stuff. So we just helped him pack up all his stuff. We helped him we helped him load up and then we were we had every intention of going out there, but then it just kept raining and kept raining. And I mean I'm I don't. Know, I'm just an old man now. Like I don't want. I'm. I'm not gung ho enough to run out there in torrential downpour for a Sunday game that yeah, had been it, less than stellar the entire. I, time. I was about to say. I think. I think that kind of had a lot to do with it. I think people were just kind of, kind of dead after the first day. <clears throat> it. But... It just seemed like there was way less put into this year's Broken Home than previous years. It. Okay. it there's no. I remember. <laughs> I remember it ams games it used to be like you got yanked for fragos and you got pulled yep. out to do this really cool shit and they they used to do stuff like the the injured pow's like they tried to do at the end of the day that used to be a regular thing like there there'd be four or five of those throughout the day yeah um and we really can't we really can't talk too much to it because we were in the woods most of the time like pretty removed from a lot of the whatever if there was main fighting we were probably pretty removed for it from it aside from being at pegasus and but yeah, I mean it just it just it felt like a pickup game. Yeah, yeah, that I, I, I mean that's kind of the best description of it.
1: Okay, so I mean if you were to ask people who had had a little bit more of an active role, do you think they would have said the same thing or is it because of your perspective?
2: Well, I I think what we're saying is it we're to some degree we're repeating what we heard from other people and then we're we're also comparing to previous years where there were like seven six hundred people there yeah i mean even last year even even last year there was probably 250 i'm I'm mostly
1: asking on on the basis of just like uh, making sure that it isn't you know like it's valid, like it's backed up, like you know, yeah. I no, I mean that. No. That, oh, I that, that very trench.
2: much that, giveaways aren't as good. But yeah, that very much could have just been our perspective, but we. This is kind of the story that was where we heard from just about everybody yeah. throughout the day.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. But, and yeah. that's you know, and,
2: and kind of like we said before. I mean, obviously there were some some circumstances outside of anybody's control that I there's think there's a lot of answers like, I honestly, I think of the biggest things was low player count, whether... And it just, you know, oh, what not, timing I, mean, too. I mean, yeah, like, and and finally, Yuck, and Yuck like, wasn't there, which I think is the first time he's been. Yuck's a rough one, yeah, not having not having him. So I also
0: feel like timing the like the timing change of you know how Broken Home was scheduled to be the, like a, a second half of the year game, yeah, uh, and then I, and now then that then it was thrown back into their face of like, nope, it's it's gonna be back to May, and people were like actually excited that it was gonna be a second year game because it was so. I think it's always so hot then. So, yeah,
2: I think, I think the switch to October would have been the smart choice, just in my mind. But they've got other stuff they've got planned. Yeah, I know announce. they got,
0: I mean, we all know low key that, yeah, I don't know how much we can say, but we yeah, know there's is. stuff coming in the pipeline. So.
2: They, they got cool shit coming. Um, yeah. I, I I just wish, and I think that honestly, I think I'm willing to give American Milson the complete benefit of the doubt because I've, I, this is one of the only times that I didn't just have like an absolute blast at one of their games. Um, And I could tell they were putting in the effort like they're trying. Um, I think they were just depleted and this was kind of a last ditch. Like the the time frame wasn't there. The weather didn't permit. The player count didn't permit. I think they had a lot stacked against them. Um, I agree. But I have I will say I have noticed a decline in game quality with AMS as far as like what they used to do versus what they do now as far as like shit they're throwing in. But I mean they they keep preaching that this next year is going to be different because they're finally getting rid of UFS versus cost. They're getting rid of the Civil War thing. They're going to start throwing in a lot more
0: props and I, mean, I you know. I think that's everything I, I I mean I could be wrong, but I feel like this could be said for all of us in this room that like we're all looking for definitely we want to see new stuff from AMS. Yeah. We really do. We all love AMS. We really yeah, do like we love all going to their games, but yeah, we just want, I think everybody wants to see a little bit of change. So, I mean, like, I'll, just... I'll say it. I, I say it every single time I go to
2: AMS to hang out with you guys, like to hang out yep. with my buddies. I really don't go there for the gameplay.
1: Well, okay. But real quick. So like if you talking about event promoters and things like that, improving, especially one that has been as long running as AMS. And I know we keep going back to them. But I know we just uh, you guys finished up a game there. But like, if you were to take aspects of different events that are are making um, making moves in the way that like um, Overwatch uses green smoke for chemicals, which adds a completely different game play as uh, not only aesthetic but dynamic. And then you have events like MSW that have their own corpse or you know their their own specific. Um, attributes and you got desert Fox events that does like app base play, like where do you see, and I know some of you guys may know, but like, where do you think AMS could improve outside of what you guys may already know, but like, where do you think that they can improve to really bring back those numbers of six to 700 players at an event like that? Or like, what do you think they could do to actually improve what they're doing in a big way to make them stay on top
2: get back to basics they need to get back to what made them popular in the first place and get back to doing stuff like fragos missions objective-based gameplay um -hmm. even the the flags i really like the flags yeah Yeah, Yeah, exactly which i never hear anything about whether they're the flags are there i don't even know if they're
1: fucking using the actual timers or anything anymore so do you think that is it like so if it's back to basics do you think is it more or less like they're either it's it's lazy gameplay or they're writing complacency they, It's complacency so it's just a lack of innovation or or is it something that they just don't i guess i'm saying is like why why is it so stale why does it feel so stagnant I think I mean, go ahead,
2: go ahead. Well, if, so like as somebody who's never hosted or, or designed a game, it's kind of hard yeah. for me to say one way or the other, like yeah. what, what breaks it, what makes it work, what, what doesn't work. Because in my mind, you know, it's easy to say, well, they should do more Fragos. Well, maybe Fragos haven't been working for the past seven or eight games, and that's why they ditched them. Or maybe people told them, you know, were vocal about them being bored mm. about it. Uh, I feel like they tried some new stuff, especially in this game with the role players with mm. CDF.
1: I, I like that. That I like the role play
2: aspect. Right, and I think it works uh maybe with a little bit more direction. Um, exactly. Cuz the no. feeling I, I got is that they they were out there and they were told something simple like don't do this, but never given anything else to do. Well, and you can't you can't ever give players the option to control how gameplay works. Well, it just doesn't right. You, you can if the game allows it.
0: Well, I mean I, that's kind you of
2: a heavy yeah. admin involvement. And, and again, though. I'm just I'm just I'm just guessing, but If you design your game to have, like, a bunch of wild cards out there running around, then maybe
0: it works. I don't know. Well, that's what kind of happened for Jackal Ford, like what me and Derek were saying. Like, there was was so much of... You know, the uh, role players being stuck with Tan Side. Granted, I didn't see a ton of them because we were standing on the fob, but like the, from what we heard, there was so much of the role players being stuck on Tan Side. That's how they won. And I just feel like that the role players, like you were just saying, Corey, they need more direction. They they basically need to yeah. understand like well, maybe like a schedule almost of yeah. like, hey, you guys need to be in this part of the map at this time. And then at this time, you need to be out this part yeah. of the map.
2: Yeah. So, well, and, you know, we were given money. Uh, out there and we were supposed to use it to like barter and stuff like that
0: we were to a jackal
2: right and so i took i took the money and i I went to barter with some of the uh i wanted to hire like six guys to just go and do an ambush it's essentially what i wanted to do like they were told you know not to shoot anybody that they were neutral but supposedly you could pay them to do things yeah so i took like just tens of thousands of dollars from mccaleb and i went over there to try and hire him to either go and get intel or to or to kill people or do whatever and I was essentially told, well, they couldn't for like two hours. And I was like, yeah. well, okay, that puts us halfway through the day. So It would have been cool if they could have radioed in to game control and be like, hey, we've been offered a bribe. Can we break the rules? Or can we engage early? Well, it or wasn't can we like, yeah, well, throw the game off a little bit? It's not that we were trying to break the rules. We just thought that was what the rule was. Yeah,
0: well, uh, yeah. question if it's legal or not legal. Yeah. 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 Like if you yeah. could have called in and been like,
2: hey, if they offer us a bribe, can we break our ceasefire early? Like. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the, the ceasefire was just way too long. Yeah, honestly, and I and I don't know, man. It, without being a part of the admin and, and designing the game and actually watching how it how it happens, I'm just guessing. Like, obviously, this whole thing is from our perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah. and given I, what, our
2: given our perspective was. Bushwhacking the whole time. Yeah, the little bushwhacking And it was a lot of empty field. That yeah. that would be my, my main complaints. Is it just wasn't filled up with enough players to really get the experience that you would get at a copperhead or a prior uh, broken home.
0: So yeah. I, I think going back on Eric's question is like what what do you think that would take broken home? Well, you know, let's let's say there's gonna be broken home nine, like which there probably is gonna be. Um what, what do you think is going to – what it's going to take in order for it to change and draw that huge 700, 800 crowd that Broken Home is known for?
3: Well, I think I think it's slow now just because it's just been happening for so long. People know yeah. what it is. <laughs> so um, I think if they want to draw a big crowd is that they're going to need to mix something up. And they're going to need to advertise to the world this is a whole – Well, world.
2: and you, and you combine you, that it, with ones – you should yeah, you, try this one. You combine that with that and the fickle nature of airsofters, softers. If it's not new, yeah. I don't fucking want to do it. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to run a game for that long. It, it really is. Take, I think it would take a lot of hype. I think it would take a little bit of redesign. Um, I, I mean, maybe a lot of redesign. I, I don't know. I, I think you can take like a CDF and you can throw them all over the field and call them towns or whatever and just put people all over the place. And you could go in there and maybe they have a set price that you can pay them. To turn to be on your side and you have to go complete fragos, or maybe each player is assigned money and when you kill them you get their money but you gather all this money as a unit and then you can use them to start buying off characters or something like that or maybe do something like they did with uh, reindeer games and change the ao go yeah. with something different for mm-hmm. that, that's that's one of the big things is like name i mean name another airsoft op that's eight deep at the same ao right now for eight years in a row like that's yeah, nuts reindeer tough. reindeer games on like what like 15 or some shit this I year thought it was, was like 17 yeah really? i mean it's reindeer games is deep and it went from being a like because it Little initially st- yeah started as like yeah. a charity game in like the middle of buttfuck nowhere in jacksboro texas to going to gruber and seeing in numbers and people having a lot of fun and i don't think they're doing it this year i'm not 100 on that what? which said which saddens me to see because i love that game but I'm Same. sure that I'm sure they'll do something different or do, they'll change it up a little bit. We do have a comment from the chat. Mm. Uh, Matt Horner
3: says they need Ooh. to have influencers with good attitudes to help the brand showcase. What's special about that particular op? Uh, it's all social. Now word of mouth is good, but showing videos is what's popular.
2: Is that uh that would be yeah. Matt Horner from Titan, the battery company, right? I believe so. Yes. Ooh, Titan Power. Yeah. I, I just I just bought that battery and I love it. And you still need to send me that patch. You slow. <laughs> <laughs> you promised me a patch and then don't show up. We
0: now, lost Eric again, boys.
2: I, I think uh, we'll get him back. I th- yeah. I think the um I think there's been a little bit too much emphasis put on influencers in Airsoft. That being said, it's it's kind of the nature of the beast right now. You've got to. You have to have like these big events that kids come to, like the Desert Fox events, the Milsom West events. There's a lot of kids that are just going because their favorite airsoft YouTuber is going. That's a big deal. It sounds I mean, dumb, but it's. I mean, that's a that's a huge that, draw. Is that, is that worth the price uh, if it gets them in for the I first? Mean, it's event? a Faustian bargain, to say the least. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. if it if it brings people in, you if need it. it yeah. in- you won't survive otherwise.
3: Speaking of which, Cole, when are you going to get a zoom cam on your sniper rifle and make yeah, dude, airsoft I wanna see videos? Movies. I want to <laughs> see
0: I one, I one airsoft bandit,
2: bandit memes. memes. Uh, we didn't know. We oh, left it in my truck. I, I, I bought it for him right here. You bought that for you, <laughs> and then we were like, oh, it looks a little bit better on the sniper. I do wish I'd have had it and
0: had it on for that little like eight-man bop fest that I had with cost. But, for someone um, who's uh, recorded a lot of airsoft footage and not put out a ton of it, because I have discovered that it's incredibly difficult when you have multiple cameras running at the same time <laughs> and all trying to get them to work at the same time, and then also have like crazy gameplay footage of like watch me take out twenty dudes. It was sick. Like it's it's a everywhere. It. Like it's it's a lot of it's a, it's a, a lot of situational timing that doesn't happen often so like i gave up on it like i and like i always used to go to these games and like focus about getting like oh i have to do it for a sick footage and like it kind of ruins the the fun part for me so like i just gave up i just i stopped yeah i think i think
2: i'll fuck around with it a little bit like for the big events like i'll get one just for shit like copperhead i'll wear it and whatnot um i can't edit for a goddamn uh, normally, I just like looking for myself in other people's videos. Normally, I'm sprinting this way or sprinting that way. You um, have a montage, just yeah. But I think what mine will be, if I ever do make an airsoft video, it'll just be like really boring shit of me walking to the fob, me drinking water, me filling up my mags, me kids coming up to
0: call walk- me like, "Oh my god, the airsoft bandit." Yeah, that never happens. That's not
2: happened ever.
3: Not I wore a GoPro was for an airsoft game was broken home several years ago. Go and I was just playing by myself. I didn't have a group to go with. Um, and I got the on-off beeps mixed up on the GoPro. So when I thought I was turning it off, I was turning it on. So the (laughs) Uh only footage I got was walking to the fob and me loading magazines, and then the moment anything interesting started, I turned it off. Yeah.
2: My my whole thing is like I have two full-time jobs. I'm married, I have two kids playing softball. Like I don't want to be stressed out when I'm taking vacation to go do fun stuff. <laughs>
3: it's more exactly.
2: enjoyable if you aren't having to yeah. worry. And I, and I mean, sometimes I'll slap a GoPro on just to have fun with it. But I have no delusions about becoming some type of like YouTube celebrity. Like if I was ever to put any effort into filming anything, it would be a short film for myself, and that would be it. Oh, You've been with and I can can control like the time and all that. So they've come out pretty good so far. What, and cell phone videos, yeah, and yeah. the sweet-ass oh, no. uh, T-shirts. Oh, no. Shameless plug on that one.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna comment on both your guys' shirts. I I have Corey's shirt that he's wearing right now, and I love that one. And I like the one Cole's wearing. Both made by Corey, correct?
2: Yeah, we got real creative. We we went to a Milsim event and we brought a Milsim T-shirt. Wow. Yeah, we really just we spent hours thinking about. What to do.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. In our defense, we'd been drinking, but <laughs> the sparks of creativity. But yeah, and then uh. So, so, something that I have to touch on just because it's a super personal pet peeve of mine is this fucking idea that night games are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just, we got to get back to Yo, it. We me, and
0: Derek, me and Derek had a ton of fun at Jacksonville night games. I'm Even sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do, you, do y'all have nods? Is yes. That what I'm well, y'all can both I, suck a big fat wiener. Don't, because, but Derek's <laughs> kind enough to give out a second set because Moneybags over here has a couple of sets. So, God, so what,
3: what was really fun about the carpet bomb your shack? <laughs> Is we, <laughs> Carl and I were the only guys in the entire event with the Gen Three nods and thermal. So oh, you fuck so We literally we found the objective and we just sat on the objective and we just waited for these guys that thought they were being sneaky just walking through the woods. Well, go!
0: You're we like, ha, gotcha, bitch. I've played
2: against nods enough to like kind of know how to trick them by now. Or at least most kids. There's a couple of dudes that like you, you like I don't want to run up against like Ryan Denton and his dudes wearing fucking nods. That, nope. That's not gonna be fun. Because most of the time you just you just lay down and don't fucking move yeah. and they don't track you and yeah. you just shoot them in the butt cheek. Everything is black and uh, black and green
3: through it. So if you're yeah. just still in a shadow, you are invisible. Yeah, but thermal's real scary. That's a that's a whole nother animal. thermal is cheating
0: it is it is the cheatist of the cheats well, yeah I, I was looking through derek's set and he has this like <laughs> it's like a thermal detector on his. On non- you can explain it was, you obviously have it so you can explain it but yeah
3: yeah it's kind of big cheating um it's a little thermal that attaches to my nods and then it projects uh heat signatures over the tube so i have both night vision and thermal
2: in a sick.
0: big big penis i get you and in what,
2: in what aisle can you buy those at at walmart
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually it comes with your new edition of call of duty modern warfare <laughs> yeah, when they come out this year
2: 2019. <laughs> is, it is it the prestige edition
0: oh, yo i
3: God. still have those i still
2: I, I you can't... brought them to copperhead yes big ridiculous yo, was thing. anybody
0: else triggered by the commercial for the new call of duty modern warfare <laughs> or, like I, 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 thing I, I, with I the night vision right. on uh, yeah in i was a booty like hat Oh my God! So no,
2: shocked. no, no! That's not what triggers me. What triggers me is everybody's walking around with night vision, and he lights up a cigar. <laughs> it's just
0: like, "Hey, this is hey, obvious at all." Know,
3: that is that is a big dick move. If you've never had a cigar while under nods, <laughs> yeah,
2: I, <laughs> I have try, not. Trying to be sneaky, and you're you're puffing one up. <laughs> yeah, Puff it up. They stupid. don't. The enemy doesn't have nods. He's fighting a bunch of dudes in dresses. Probably. I think <laughs> I made a comment on the on the trailer video. I asked if it was an IR cigar. <laughs> <laughs> it does look good though man i'm excited they're going back to modern warfare I, I Damn. Am i'm gonna get fooled into buying it and then be completely disappointed oh, Absolutely, i'm gonna get suckered in if they and don't then... if they don't also throw back in lobby chat I, i'm not buying it yeah oh absolutely is i mean that's yeah is this gonna be a prequel or is this a sequel to the I first three he heard was like came. almost dead at the end of it and they're saying like this one's gonna have like way more controversial mus- missions than you yeah. know russian like what are you gonna do walk into a fucking school not an airport next time like how is it gonna be more controversial <laughs>
3: yeah, this one they're going really dark and gritty with the story which is awesome and it's sure. a reboot of the last one so it's like the same world but like I guess the the first Modern Warfare 2 and 3 didn't happen. What? That's what I heard. Is
0: that so it's a... going for,
2: it's, it's like starting well, they, at 4. Yes, I heard it Soap die and three.
0: called. Didn't he die yeah. in one of Yeah.
2: Yeah, so does Soap. Understand yeah, are yeah, saying that yeah, they're they both in this one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm so. fine with it. I'm cool. I mean, it's a video game story. I don't give a shit. It's not like Last of Us. Like, it's not something I'm going to be like, no, actually, there's a plot hole here. <laughs> no, it's Call of Duty. I want to run around and yell you horrible things at and, people.
0: Yeah 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 so, well, man. well yeah. i don't know if you guys I, I actually wanted to ask eric a couple of questions um since obviously this episode's been a lot of his internet just kicked uh, him out i know and yeah, his internet <laughs> took a mad shit so uh, derek god damn it quit giving
2: him sick hamsters to run his internet We you told us you had that good good hookup and swear to God if you did not giving him my hamsters after they stop
3: running yeah I was gonna
0: say do you fucking trade hamsters?
3: (laughs) Mines I gave mine some cocaine and some
0: speedball and he's powering my modem good tonight until his little heart explodes yeah and he's playing lotto and just keeps pushing like max hundred dollar every time I just I just see I just see
2: Derek who can't buy a forty dollar camera in a hut surrounded by nods and guns and all this cool ir shit like huddled over a hobo fire trying to keep himself warm <laughs> that hamster like just rapidly running in the corner i mean
0: that's you're not wrong <laughs> uh, so what do you guys have planned next like actually there's another subject actually before i before i say that sorry i just totally brought the to thought um lately after I would say even around Jackal, I've kind of had, this is like the first time in my quote unquote airsoft career where I guess I've taken it more serious than I was as a kid that I've honestly kind of been in a slump. Like, I, I don't know if for people that noticed on my page, I haven't been posting at all. One, it's because we're incredibly busy at uh, my normal work, but two, it's like, I I just, I don't know. I don't have the drive to play, to post. to like, I don't so, know if you guys have ever gone through that. I mean, you guys play. played. Just, I'm just getting out now. of
2: that, actually.
0: I so. I have not. For like the last two years, all I've done is
2: events. I've yeah. not gone to local games. And just recently, I went to a local game the other day, kind of sniped a little bit. And now I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I guess I got to make that hour and a 20-minute drive to D14 every fucking Saturday because all of a sudden, I want to play a lot again. Would you I say, say um,
0: how do I get out of that? that cool? Hold on. What, what was Wait, that you guys are stepping all over? Yeah, go ahead, Derek. Go ahead god damn it carl sorry
3: (laughs) would
2: you say overwatch snapped you out of your funk cole uh i think changing gameplay is like i love the overwatch games and i go that's one of the ones i go to to like play play like really run my shit hard um but i think switching to sniping is what really like i guess i started sniping and then i got a good rifle and i still love running my my main gat the x customs ptw whenever i fucking can but I think I got out there and was sniping with out uh, of D14. And I was like, fuck, this is fun. And I did it at broken home and I had a really good time sniping when I was in engagements and like dicking around with it. And I think it was swapping up my gameplay style and going to a field I haven't been in, in a couple of years. because I I had some really bad experiences at D14 initially and swore I'd never go back. And I got kind of coaxed back out there and I had a great time. Um So I think that it's was the biggest thing. Style. That's what you Changing. need
0: to do, Cole. You need to switch up. Yeah,
2: got to change things around.
3: Yeah, you
0: need so to, you know, that's you know. what you're saying I got to do is just change. I mean, you're you're right. Like, honestly, I, I had really bad experiences with my BTC Spectre Mark 18 until Jackal. I wiped a ton of dudes with a short time we amount of played. Uh, with that Mark 18. But yeah, mm. I agree. I haven't touched my VSR 10 in so long and I need to, you're right. I, I need to pick that up and change my playstyle again. And I'll appreciate it again. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was like, man, because I've been getting like super, super bummed about it lately of, yeah. Like just haven't been posting, haven't been playing. Just... And it, it also, it's, it comes down to like fields and people you're playing with too. Right. And, and that's the, the other problem cause... is, is fields around here lately. It sucks. in Colorado. It, it, It's, it's pretty, it's, it's scarce. Big-ness.
2: Yeah, so like all all three of, of our listeners, you ever I see me at D fourteen? Come fucking play with me, because I am not out there with anybody,
0: like ever. Yeah. So,
2: I think Corey had something. Oh, yeah. did I? I don't
1: know.
2: <laughs> oh, I just quit caring. <laughs> I there was, <laughs> there was a, a short period of time where I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start posting up videos and doing stuff like that, and then I just decided I'm just going to go and play. Like I haven't run a GoPro in so long. And it just makes it so much more low stress, not having to worry about that stuff when you step on the field. Well, I think uh, your, your little short films have kind of piqued your interest up a little bit. Well, you that, get really excited about and that, those, And that's fun too. Uh, I, like I said, I want to do one, some that are like a slightly longer format, but it's like you go to a place like that, you've got dudes in uniforms, you've got guns that they've put time and effort into making them look either worn or realistic. So it's just all the perfect elements are right there. You just got to bring the equipment and shoot something. So well, and i think one of
3: the the drawbacks of when you have a camera and you're actively trying to get good footage is that uh trying to get cool footage usually trumps trying to either have fun or complete the a, game
2: like to. Yeah. a game like you're
3: supposed All your to you your fucking
2: hits. yeah yeah
3: so instead you see just a fight popping off somewhere like yo I gotta go jump into that i haven't gotten any good footage today instead of doing what you're supposed to i've seen that at events and i i even noticed it myself when i used to run them and actually care about that and then i noticed a totally different attitude change when i just said fuck it i'm going come to play the game correctly
2: you play, you play so much better honestly yeah. I, th- I think you do because i i mean copperhead last year was the first time I, I was like ah screw it i'm not gonna i'm not running a camera or anything and cole and i just obliterated hundreds of people (laughs) by ourselves like it it was it was was ridiculous your guys's
0: point on that roof when i was taking photos of you guys yeah that was that was spicy
2: yeah and i mean that that's all we did the entire time was just hop roof to roof to roof and i guarantee you if we would have had cameras on something bad would have happened
3: you would have missed that roof ledge
2: yeah we wow that 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 uh that that nothing cool would have happened that reaper sh- that reaper grenade shelling that we took from 200 feet away, but still should have called. Probably would have not been something I could have posted. Oh jeez, yeah, mm.
3: stupid. Oh, you're gonna end up in a cheater video. All right, All right, well,
2: no, to go. I, no, this was that was the first time they made me a uh, in-game admin, and I had to go do some in-game admin, you had to go flex admin. Somebody was telling people to to call their hits whenever. Essentially, there's a soccer field between us and where this thing landed, and this guy's trying to. Stay so, at your dad. And then, then yeah. they shot Corey in the back with the Reaper uh, tag round whenever he was walking off the field, and then started really? talking shit to me, who was easily a hundred feet from him, about calling it. It didn't and, like hit me directly, but yeah, they yeah, shot it while I was pretty wrong. darn close. Yeah. yeah, close enough. And then they started talking shit to me about it, and I got a little feisty. Was so, this
3: uh which team were you on when this happened? Tan.
0: Yeah, two And this was for what game? Copperhead. It was like Oh, okay. It, it wasn't. You, you guys, time. you guys have heard the story, yeah.
3: Have, yeah. I, have I probably bitched on the podcast about how y'all fucked me
2: out of switching teams? Um, <laughs> <Yeah. at Copperhead. laughs> Only three or four times. and we coordinated perfectly. You were all over the place. Yeah, I don't know. You God, were no, just, you're no, just, it's just no. sloppy. It's just sloppy, inconsistent work from you, Derek. And we won't tolerate it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought it was changing. I'm like,
3: man, if they. If they Tell me no. Actually, we're going. I don't care. And I was almost to the green fob. No, the tan fob. I'm like, oh, by the way, we're switching.
2: <laughs> actually, we're gonna we're gonna blame Robo for that one since he's not here yep. to defend himself.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: I remember when you switched, and I was so happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> so, so, were right. with you guys the whole day.
0: While while you were out trying to fix your internet, I was wanted to ask you like, mm-hmm. what what's what's been going on with Eric? I know you have some things in the pipeline that you're working on. And I don't know what I just wanted to hear what you've been doing airsoft wise lately and yeah, like where you, you've been playing and stuff like that. Because we have obviously talked about the games that we've done. So I want to hear what you're doing. So, so
1: uh, on my end, I've actually, to be honest with you, and this is kind of a guilty feeling because uh, this is an airsoft podcast, but I haven't really been airsofting. And that's mostly because I've been just focusing on like helping my grandparents out and like kind of improving their quality of life which is so look at this dude out here doing real world responsibilities yeah no it's yeah. it's actually been just like back-to-back responsibility shit like finding a new place to live and like all this stuff which you gotta do it's adulting shit but you know I hear you. um but coming up um i have a couple new t-shirts coming out um Ooh. i've got Let's see, this Saturday is the one year anniversary of the. Um, there's an airsoft team in Olympia, Washington, which is the cap, you know, the state capital here in, in Washington State, Olympia. And um, they've got a one year anniversary game, which is cool because outdoor fields out here, um, you'd think they'd be more plentiful because it's, you know, we're surrounded by woods and other stereotypical shit like that. But um, no. We, we don't. And, uh, but they are coming up more and more. So this place is, they got a one year anniversary game and, uh, I'm going to go out and support that because, um, that's the local shit, man. And that's what you need. So yep uh, I'm going to go to that. And then, um, there's a couple games coming up, uh, at, at the end of the year, I'm, I'm going to try to focus on more local stuff here, just indoor play. Um, local games and then i'm going to try and hit like a national one towards the end of the year i've got something kind of down the pipeline that i that i also can't really talk about um with uh, a couple friends of mine and a potential need to buy a passport so nice uh, nice. oh yeah yeah pretty pretty uh you know i don't i don't have any more information outside of that but it's just one of those things that like hey be prepared if if something comes up because it might and when it does uh we you know need you to be ready for it so cool um yeah um so other than the t-shirts none of that local stuff man i really want to come to avalon we were talking about avalon um i'm also trying to save to go to disneyland for the first time i know that's completely irrelevant but like (laughs) no no, uh, i've never been and i'm gonna be 34 and so i feel like i need to make a pilgrimage to to the to the holy
2: shit hold on a second am i the youngest one in here
0: no i am how
1: old are you no Derek. wait Derek.
0: Derek might even be younger than me i'm I'm turning turning 26 here in like two okay. weeks. Okay, oh you sweet, I'm not. I know I'm 26, almost 27. He's so full, I am, yeah, I'm
2: the full one. Boys, all right, so. cool. I am Cole, 23, 29, just turned 20. No, you ain't Corey. I'm, 20, is- I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> Very ragged looking, 23. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the gray hair that the lighting's hitting is not not selling a point, but yeah. Did I just
1: oh. did I just out myself as the oldest or Wait, how, out? how old are you? uh i i will be 34 on july 5th oh no i'm the oldest bud oh shit
2: i am 34
1: okay all right like, so Corey's you, a dad so he has God to be damn. Old. yeah I, I have to be
2: old you <laughs> have that 10 was, years <laughs> per child so
1: I, I just thought about it too, and i was like man i've been playing airsoft for like 13 14 years that's too goddamn long
2: <laughs> yeah I was I was gonna gonna say, say, on the uh 20. subject of avalon i do want to try to do if we can do our little live get together
0: and do a podcast At from the some game? Fucking game, we need to. I think Avalon,
1: Avalon. I don't know. It's so you, you, if, if, if it's going to be Avalon, shops, I think Avalon is the is the weekend right before I want to travel out for uh, Disneyland. Like it's like mm-hmm. following because it's in what? It's in November or something. November. When is it? Yeah, yeah November? Like
2: late late November. Yeah, like the twenty. 20- Ooh, like or so or it'd be Disneyland,
1: and then that'd be awesome. However, work will fucking hate me.
2: I mean, I I think that's a good one to do because it's it's really close to Corey and I. Punks, you've been to the last
1: two. No, no, no. I went to the first one. I haven't been to Yo, the You weren't
2: one. the last one. That's right.
1: No, but like Avalon, I was actually, no, I was flipping through some footage that I had recently and I found all my Avalon footage and I was like Ooh. super hyped because you shot me in the dick.
2: <laughs> I, 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 I I shot you, Omar, and Castro in the dick. Yeah, yeah. I but came around at Specifically
1: that I got shot in the tip. Like, I think I have it on footage and I think I'm gonna have to find it because I might just post nice. that. You you we'll, can blame we'll you can blame Castro for
2: shooting me right in the ass cheek like 30 seconds into the game and
1: the pissing me problem, off. The only problem <laughs> is, and this is like most Airsoft scrubs, is uh I know if I come down to Texas, I'll have a place to stay. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's getting down there. That's that's
0: my problem so maybe maybe <laughs> you are the farthest one traveling for that so and that's, yeah, the, podcast that's the
1: worst crowdfunding. part about being in the northwest is that i am in the ass crack it's like we're like the the chill mellow version of florida we're just in the opposite ends of the spectrum but we are in the other end and traveling is
2: shit yeah well and then yeah. it's it's what like a 12 hour drive for you two
0: yeah yeah Derek, if would you the, say that's that's fair? Like 12, 13 hours. Twelve to, I'd say twelve to fifteen, right, Derek? 12. Depending on what part of Texas, North Texas, like DFW,
1: uh, yeah.
2: yeah. So it's it's yeah, it's about an hour for me. So or actually, under an hour. It's more like forty five minutes. Honestly, there should be though, more man, like ten for y'all.
1: Like. It's it's something that I would be totally willing to just destroy all of my vacation time to do Disneyland and Avalon back to back because not only do uh, is is Avalon in that Renaissance fair my favorite AO I've ever really cool. played. Really? It's least. so much fun. It's it sounds like fun. a good time. It it I, but like I just it's it's um Overwatch whom I've I've had good rapport with and 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 you guys were talking a lot about with the uh, division game mm-hmm. and um, like, I just, I like that shit. So like, I really want to come down for that one. If I'm going to travel at any game for this for 2019, it would be Avalon. Sorry, Copperhead. <laughs> e. so, I just got to figure out how to get down. That's, that's, right. that's
2: it. We need, right. that, we need to make that one happen. Cause I really, I also really want to do the, um the like crew in a table like all of us together that'd be. Oh, fun. yeah. With
0: one camera, that'd be sick. Yeah. It's so easy. All the cameras. Makes that so three easy. people would watch. I want, yeah.
2: So with, I want one camera on the fridge. So every time it opens up and I get a beer. So it'll <laughs> <we're gonna have laughs> cut
0: to the fridge every 30 seconds is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. But no, that is that is a really fun game. And Derek and Carl, you guys, you guys definitely need to try to make it down for that one. It's a blast. I might, I might just fly down for that.
3: Yeah, God, I'll just say that, that makes it easy. It's so flat and it's so long. There's you nothing get, there. The moment you get out of Colorado, it's just nothingness until you get. there we'll just
0: take we'll just take the Mustang and just go like 110 the entire time, and before you know it, we'll be there. Oh, so. does that Mustang actually run now? Yes, it runs great. <laughs> <laughs> as like, long I'm as Corey sure doesn't pull us over on the way there, we'll be fine. I'm sure we'd have to wear all of our kit in order to get it to fit
2: i think i've been pulled over going to just about every game i've ever gone to you're welcome yeah <laughs> i got us pulled over going uh back from copperhead yeah i had to wake him up i was like hey uh just got clocked doing you- like an 80 <laughs> just got clocked doing like 90 and a 60 he's like he's like your dude he literally just like woke up and was like
1: nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That didn't that didn't happen.
1: I was gonna court? say, was like, is that like a get out of jail free card? You're just like, hey, fellow brother. Hey brother. Maybe.
2: No. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that. No, that no. Happens. Uh Court Court definitely had to suck his dick.
1: <laughs> well, alrighty then. Well, then.
0: Uh I don't know if you guys want to end it here or there's something else you guys want to talk about that's on Yeah, I mean w- one more thing. Uh, sure. if you're a praying person or
2: not, uh we lost our helicopter pilot. That's one oh, yes. uh, for years yeah. and years. Uh what just, the story behind that? say what? What happened? Like, have you heard? Uh He was working a music festival, I think, in Arkansas, and it went mm-hmm. down. He had uh three people with him. I, I haven't heard the condition of the the fourth one, but he was three, in critical. Last yeah, I three heard, died. Yeah. One's in critical, according to the news report. And I, I mean, it, it's probably one of those things that they won't update in the news. But right, <laughs> it and, just,
0: investigated. and just so everybody knows who who is who is he and what did he do, so.
2: Chuck Dixon that's uh, his name I believe mm-hmm. and uh, he has flown um it's a Robinson I think is that that uh helicopter man I don't ever since the first time I've been which was broken home four and yeah. I would assume he'd probably flew him at the three prior he's done him at Any event that was at D-Day Adventure Park, as far as I know, he's done. I want to say he's done a couple other Milsim events. Yeah, but he was, uh, you know, according to guys that have been in the the industry longer than me, he was one of the first to bring a helicopter into Airsoft. So cool dude from my limited experience with him. uh, I've flown in it twice and it was fun both times. Dude really got after it, but yeah, he, he was a beast for sure. Yep. Corey, what was his name? Uh, Chuck Dixon. All right. Well, let's let's
3: let's uh, let's toast to Chuck then.
0: Yeah. So Chuck, thanks for, I mean, yeah, thanks to for Chuck. doing all the stuff that you've done for the Airsoft community, for uh, all the awesome games that you've done for Broken Home. So, and other events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super appreciated. So. Yeah, it's definitely a loss for sure. That guy was,
2: that guy was pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I guess on that. Mm-hmm. Somber and surprisingly ah. unfunny note. We should uh, probably do we- uh,
0: hmm? say that, Derek. I don't think we lost them.
2: Kick your hamster.
3: Oh, d- did my hamster finally die? Oh no! There it goes now. There. Just, uh, no, no, okay,
2: a adrenaline cool. shot. You're
3: good. <laughs> Let me just give him a couple cc's of adrenaline. Oh, <laughs> and he keeps on dicking. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for jumping in. Eric, would you be so kind as to, as to give us our outro?
1: To give the outro. Hold that on everyone loves. That everyone loves. All right, another serious Airsoft podcast is based around the terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about toy guns and their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow-through Airsoft exude, it's a fucking miracle we've made it to episode seven. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Call your <laughs> minutes and don't let the admin see you drinking and we'll see you next time.
0: All right. God, I like that
1: fucking
2: outro.